0: Good evening, folks, and welcome back to another episode of South of the Cheddar Curtain. As always, it's your boy, Devin Hine, and feeling blessed because across from me from the table is Mr. Luke Mueller. You want to say hi to the folks, Luke? Hello, folks. I know I'm not the only one who is super happy that we are back together. I'll tell you what, man, you always hear about like a laugh tracker on sitcoms. When I tell my terrible jokes to myself, there's no one to say, oh, God, Devin. And it's just, it's not the same.
1: Yeah, it's a little rough. And personally, I just don't like talking that much. So to try to talk for half an hour straight of just me with no breaks, that's rough, man. I can't do it. You can That's your element. It is is—it is not mine.
0: I appreciate the compliment. I think I felt a lot better the first time we did it. This last time I was like, oh, God, this this is not it. This is not it. I need Luke <laughs> back. Hopefully our schedules are better. And obviously, thankfully, they have been this week. We made it work. What wasn't made work, what didn't work, was the uh, Green Bay Packers. Yet again, dropping another L. Uh, if you somehow missed it, our boys at home fell 24-10 to 10 to just our favorite team, the Minnesota Vikings. As always, we're going to break it down. But, as usual, we'll start with I think and I know. And, of course, your boy is going to start first. Give me a couple minutes to think. I appreciate it. You're going to have a couple minutes to think. Because I know that there's only one thing I'm going to talk about tonight. And that is a man, a god, by the name of Rasul. All right? Many of you forget the origins of Rasul. This guy was drafted by the Philadelphia Eagles. He was part of their Super Bowl run. They chose not to re-sign him. And then he bounced from practice squad to practice squad. Think the last practice squad he was on was the cardinals and then we picked him up and then it was like his first real game starting which we watched together here luca your house where he had the pick to seal the game he did honestly one of the most incredible packer plays i've ever seen to
1: beat the undefeated cardinals at the time
0: right and we were super undermanned and there was just another example of a guy stepping up and i mean i was super excited it was great but like you kind of thought like okay if that's it like, it was worth it. Like, that's awesome. That's really cool. But then he kept doing it. You can think about the pick-six against the Rams, the pick-six against the Bears. When we were playing the Browns, I think it was on Christmas, mm-hmm. and I was at work, and I was touching both of you, and, you know, we picked off Baker Mayfield like four times. I think Razul had two of them. And, you know, the Packers offense just didn't want to win that game. We kept the Browns in it, and Baker and the boys got the ball back with, I don't know, minute, minute and a half to go. And you and JP were... Hopefully you were in brown pants that day because y'all needed it. You're freaking out. Understandably so. But what did I say, Luke?
1: Razul's got us.
0: It's not exactly what I said. Nope. I said there's only one man <laughs> that can save us, and he's going to. And his name is Razul Douglas. Now, I've said that more than once, I'm sure.
1: At least once a game, generally.
0: But he made me a profit that day. Correct me if I'm wrong. I think he might have had a pick in the uh, NFC title game against the Bucks when we picked off Brady like three times. I think so. So not only was he a phenomenal ball hawk, but this year we've seen him step up as a leader.
1: Mm -hmm. Especially this year, yeah.
0: I mean, he's going around, like, after this game, it's the Vikings. He was the one who was walking Jordan Love off the sideline. He's holding people accountable, right? So he's he's not just an exceptional athlete. He's an exceptional teammate. But I also want to talk about the man of Roswell Douglas, okay? You, myself, everybody listening to this show, has had some kind of adversity in their life, right? Whether it's a job, it's a relationship, romantic, friends, family, whatever. There have been times where people in your life thought that you weren't good enough, that you couldn't do it. And that's hard, and that hurts. And it's not easy to keep your head up, and so to believe that you're a dog and that they're all wrong. And I I don't know if Razul had doubts. Maybe he did, but damn it, we never saw it. I was sitting with my dad today at lunch and talking about Razul, and he's like, you're probably pretty traumatized. And I'm like, you know what? Yeah, I am. Because I can't even think of the last Packer player that I loved as much as Razul, not just for what he does on the field, right? I mean, Aaron Rodgers compared him to Charles Woodson, and I don't think that was a ridiculous comparison. But for what he meant for me off the field is the man and the message that he sent. For me, sports isn't just a distraction. It can be an inspiration. And Razul definitely checked that box. My dad's like, I don't think he loved anyone that much since Micah Hyde. Yeah, which I think is pretty fair.
1: And look where he ended up.
0: So all I can say now is is thank you, Razul. But you and Micah, go circle the wagons and go get the Super Bowl win that both of you deserve. Thank you for everything.
1: Beautiful, beautifully said, Devin. Beautifully said. Um, yeah, maybe there's something there with us shipping off our uh, our wonderful secondary to Buffalo.
0: I was saying earlier, you know, there's all those jokes about how Jordan Love will be traded to the Jets in 10 years. So our next stud corner that I love. Sorry, Jair. Absolutely goes to the Bills. Well, I mean, Jair is not really looking like a team player right now. We can get to true, that later. True. But uh, yeah, he was never my guy.
1: And good distinction because Micah Hyde was a corner for us. He didn't really become a safety until we shipped in Buffalo.
0: Correct. Yeah, it was famous play the, uh, the pick out of the slot against yep. the Cowboys in that wonderful 2016 divisional round.
1: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm.
0: Glorious days, buddy. If only we knew we were in them then.
1: I mean, I think the smart ones of us did on some level. Now, being the age that we are, we knew, we've knew we known nothing but success, essentially. Not true. 2005 season. Well, hold on, hold on. I said essentially. Essentially. Right? Good There's point. How many losing seasons have we actually been alive for? You can count them on like one hand, dude. And how many of those were due to Aaron Rodgers' collarbone? Like 40% of them.
0: You can count them on one hand if you are Jason Pierre-Paul post the fireworks incident. Yeah. <laughs> Too
1: soon oh that's rough man that's rough all right so i actually don't know if you said i think or i know there um that's okay
0: oh no i said i know there's only going to be one, one thing i'm going to talk about
1: that's fair so i'll bring i'll talk about the vikings game and just give you periodic breaks to to talk about rasul for the rest of the show we can do that if that makes you feel better i know <laughs> i know that uh the rasul trade kind of showed us where we're going. Right. And, and what I mean by that is we were in a very similar position last year. Right? We were three and five. We could easily be three and five after this Sunday. But the trajectory of the team at that point is very different. So last year, we were still in win now mode, right? Clearly. And we almost did. We almost did make it to the playoffs. We were buyers, potentially, at the trade deadline. Thank God the Bears paid more than us, so we didn't get Chase Claypool. We
0: dodged a bullet there. Oh, my God.
1: We did. Um, That will not be the first time Chase Claypool gets a reference to the show. Oh, looking forward to it. Teaser. Ooh. Um, But this time we're sellers, right? And similar to me just talking about the success that we've had over the years, how many times can you think of that we've been sellers in any way? Very
0: rarely. I mean, we really don't do anything... Trade deadline in general, there was actually a really funny clip I saw of Mike McCarthy. Like, someone asked him a few years back, "So, what's it like, you know, in Green Bay, like the week of the trade deadline?" So it was that week, and he's like, "Oh, it's next week, right?" (laughs) And they all just laughed at him, and he's like, "Well, I guess that's what it's like in Green Bay on the trade deadline week because we just don't really do anything. We don't do
1: it, but we do under Goody. We're involved.
0: I mean, our names, our name is in discussion. To
1: be fair, we were legitimately in on the Chase Claypool." train last year so
0: it's one other time but i guess comparatively we have been much more active
1: yes under under goody than we did ted but that's kind of my point like clearly we're sellers at this point we are as much as they don't want to say it we are rebuilding right and the hopes that we had of an eight and nine or nine and eight season at this point kind of gone out the window and as a fan that's tough right As a fan, that's tough, especially ones that I feel that aren't quite as in it as we are, right? There's some part of a rebuild that can be exciting, but most casual fans don't feel that way, right? They just want to see the Packers win every Sunday.
0: And I think it's also a spectrum thing, right? Because you can have a team that's rebuilding, and you still see flashes. You can still see, like, all right, we just need to have a few pieces around, and then we can do something, which... I kind of thought what we were going to see, you know, I said before the season, like being optimistic, we could push for a playoff spot, you know, maybe mm-hmm. nine and eight, whatever it is with how many games we have now. But there are going to be some inconsistencies. Even in teams that go three and 13 that are rebuilding, you can still see flashes. You can still see Correct. things you're looking forward to. What have we seen is, is I think another reason why it's so hard for the casual fans. I mean, Watching the game um, at my dad's house this week, and my dad's girlfriend was like, this is the worst I've ever seen you. Because the Packers are like the most distraught. And, and even us, the diehards, it's because what do we have to be excited about? Zach Tom's right tackle play? Rashawn Gary being a god? Well, that's expected.
1: Yeah. And and even with Rashawn Gary, he's an awesome player, right? He's awesome. We're going to talk about him in just a minute, given his contract. But oh, that's right, yeah. Yeah, we got to talk about that too. Mm-hmm. Um. And he's very impactful, but he's not as flashy as a lot of the other guys, right? Right. You watched that, that um Raiders game? Did you? I did, yeah. You see Max Crosby? He's a problem. Every, as we also every know. single play, right? And I love Rashawn Gary, but he doesn't have quite that kind of impact yet. I think Ye- he can get there.
0: I think yet is important. And also he's still on a bit of a snap count from the injury. So let's it, let's No, not... he
1: is. He is a hundred percent. Um and Max Crosby's the other extreme because he literally doesn't miss a play which is wild for a pass rusher Uh, but even he's not like well i guess we're going to talk about contract right now and if it's worth it or not because i'm just going to keep talking about Rashawn gary but he's not prime clay you know you didn't you didn't have that feeling right because prime clay it felt like he was going to get a sack every play right unless they called roughing the passer which they did on him like three times in a row (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> I feel
0: like Clay Matthews was what began the bullshittery of the pass interference or the uh, roughing the passer. Like he, it started. He literally then. was. Yeah. yeah
1: he, he really was. But do you, you know that feeling where it's like, dude, they, they got nothing for him? He's going to wreck the play every single play. Just kind of that faith. I'm not there with Rashawn Gary yet.
0: I've been there at moments. I mean, I, I know that I'm kind of taking the cop out with the injury, but I mean, especially like that San Francisco playoff game, like I have seen bits and pieces where Rashawn Gary has been that guy. So you, right. give, you give me six, eight weeks of him being healthy and him having a significant portion of the snaps, which I expect when he's fully healthy and in a rhythm, then maybe I'll feel that way. But I'm not willing to kind of put him on a different level than Clay at this point, but I get what you're saying.
1: Yeah, and at, he's young. He's got plenty of time, right? And I think he'll get there. But I'm just kind of waiting for that next that next step from him. And hopefully it just comes with playing time. I'm hoping, because he's not on the Crosby, Bosa, Nick Bosa, I should say. Uh, Nick Bosa kind of just overall level of impact yet. Right? He doesn't, and stats, or sacks are such an interesting stat because they don't necessarily uh, have, paint the whole picture of impact from a pass rusher. Yeah, if
0: you're getting double teams, your boys can be free. You don't get anything for that.
1: Correct. Um, But it would be nice for him to to consistently sack the quarterback think it'll be fascinating to see what happens in the future because I feel like all of us believe that
0: Joe Barry's gonna be gone. Yeah. Can you imagine if you have a defensive coordinator that maybe is a little more aggressive?
1: Exactly. I mean that's that's a good point. That's something that I heard on some of the shows I listened to this week is that, you know, our soft defense hurts the pass rush, right? Because you're never going to get a coverage sack.
0: No, if you're sitting in cover three, cover four, you have checkdowns Downs Galore. The quarterback can throw in two seconds. I don't care if it's Lawrence Taylor, J.J. Watt, whoever, like you're really,
1: you're not going to get
0: there that fast.
1: Right. So Rashawn Gary may be forcing a lot of checkdowns, which is a good play outcome, but isn't quite the same.
0: No. And like you said, you don't see the numbers, which, I mean, so much of NFL media, so much of people that follow
1: the NFL, it's all about the numbers. 100%. That's what I'd like to see, especially given his contract extension, which runs until he basically turns 30, I believe. So it's a four-year extension, five years total, and he gets $107 million, something like that. Um, no year hits the $30 million mark, which is good. He did not reset the market, thank God. There was fear of that for a while. Which,
0: to your point, I agree at this point, he should not be. I mean, he's a key part of this team. I would say he's the best player we have. I don't think that's a would agree. I'd agree. But you also don't want to put us in cap hell. I mean, and it is really going to depend about who we bring in on defensive coordinator next year what the other pieces look like, how we help rebuild the secondary with Razul being gone and the, and the safety position. Um, but I do believe if we get a more aggressive defensive coordinator, whether that's someone who's going to send extra heat or do kind of more exotic things. I was watching the Pittsburgh Steelers game last night and TJ Watt, they would move him all around. He's not just lining up on the outside, but they'd also put him on like NASCAR, like we used to do with Zadarius Smith, mm-hmm. sort of that sort of stuff. Just like if you have a matchup with a guard or center, whoever is the weak point, send Gary there. And I don't feel like we're really seeing that with Joe Barry, despite all the different pieces we have, whether it's Gary or Nessie or Preston or like Barry. Like we were so excited in the off season about yeah. all the different things we could do, Good point. and all we see is vanilla poo cover four, and like people lining up in their base alignments, and it's just what do you expect? And and we get the result.
1: It's well put. It's well put. Thank you, sir. I try.
0: It's like we should do a show or something.
1: Yeah, let's work on that. Let's workshop that. Um, but overall, I am glad that we extended him. It's a relatively team-friendly deal, and I like the length of it and everything. I think it's a good move by us. I'm glad we got it done. Um, yeah, and like I said, team-friendly. Relatively, we still have a lot of options going forward. It's a peace of
0: mind thing. And it's yeah. also like, oh, look, there's a jersey I could get because, you know. He's
1: going to r- stick around.
0: Razul. And, yeah, it's nice that we're going to at least have one exceptional player for four years. That's the one guy I can
1: actually count on. Correct. Correct. Um, let's talk about the rest of the NFC North movement a little bit because we pretty much were the trade deadline. We might as well throw that here. Uh,
0: so the Bears, I know, traded, I believe it was
1: second or third second, for Montez Sweat. Second for Montez Sweat.
0: Who's a, a good pass rusher. I would have appreciated him. Wouldn't have minded him. Um He's, what, 6'4", 6'5", Mississippi State? He's a he's a he's this new kind of archetype of yeah. the large, speedy, and powerful edge rusher. Correct.
1: Good player. Really good player.
0: Probably benefited a little bit from just being in Washington, where they had two wonderful defensive tackles with uh, Payne and Allen.
1: Yep. Phenomenal D-line.
0: Chase Young on the other side. But, I mean, good move for the Bears. You can know, help their pass rush. Kind of a weird thing with the window, because that's a—I mean— He's a heck of a player. I think a third or fourth-round pick would have been more appropriate, and especially with their window. Like, what are you going to do with that?
1: Right, because he's older than Rashawn Gary. Like, if Rashawn Gary, or if you just swap Montez Sweats and Rashawn Rashawn Gary's kind of age and stats and stuff, I think it makes more sense. Because he's 27, right? You're going to have to extend him and give him a big contract, probably very similar to Rashawn Gary's, which is fine. He's a really good player. But... Your window's not going to open till the end of that contract, right? It felt like kind of a weird win now move. Who and apparently they haven't even necessarily negotiated the contract. Montez Sweat in his introductory introductory press conference was pretty non-committal about st- sticking around. It's kind of like, hey, I got to see what's going on here. Smart man. Not what you want to see if you're a Bears fan, because you just gave up a second round pick and this dude can walk in a couple months. I mean they. Kind of like you teased that earlier, I don't know if this is when you're going to bring it up, but I mean, the
0: Claypool trade, right? A second-round pick for someone they traded for, what, a 6th or 7th this year? Yeah. To the Dolphins? I mean Bears are trying. What is it, Poles? He's he's trying mm-hmm. to make some moves, and hopefully for Bear fans, this is more successful than the Claypool one, but I agree with you. It just it doesn't make sense with the window, right? Like when you're talking about yeah. us selling Razul, it's about the window. Razul is about to be 30.
1: He wasn't going to be in the window because we weren't going to resign him after next year. Of
0: course not. It breaks my heart, but it's just the truth. I, I don't know if, if the Bears are trying to sell some tickets. If if maybe they think getting another pass rusher can elevate other aspects of their defense to help them with evaluation. Maybe guys in the secondary. You know, if they think that hey, if we can, you know, have a decent pass rush, then we can really see if some of these guys like Gordon and Brisker, if we should be keeping them around. These young potential pieces. I don't
1: know what they're doing, man. Especially not because if you don't get that contract signed. What's you're the gonna point? Have to, you're going to have to use a franchise tag, right? But then you can't franchise tag Jalen Johnson. You're going to let him walk, who you didn't trade. Like, I find it hard to believe both of them are going to be there next year.
0: And you'll be really good to replace a corner, a defensive lineman, a second-round pick. Oh, wait, that's awkward. You
1: gave that up.
0: That's gone. So I I just it's don't just, I just don't get it. And you're going to no. be picking high anyways because you suck. Right, so that's a really good second-round pick. It's like, what, 37, 38 maybe, depending on how the season goes? Right. It's the Bears. I mean, what do we
1: expect? Yeah, no, I'm happy for it. I was just like, that's weird. Especially given that Chase Young got was for a third. And I get that Chase Young does not have the production or the he's injured a lot. But he fits the window. Because Chase Young's twenty four. I still
0: would not have made a trade. I wouldn't have been a buyer if I was the Bears. I'm not gonna say maybe I would have traded Jalen Johnson because he doesn't sound like he's super happy there. But it's the window you could have traded for both of them. You could have traded for Chase Young and for Montez Sweat, and it wouldn't have made you a competitor this season. Sorry, Bears. No. You might have finished you know, with two or three more wins. Maybe. It just doesn't make sense to me.
1: I'm with you. I just think it's like devil's advocate. If you wanted to improve that room for evaluation or whatever, I would have gone after Chase Young because in three years, he's still going to be around. He's not going to be 30. He's going to be 27. Still in the prime of his career. Assuming he's on the field, yes, I agree. And he's cheaper, so lower
0: risk. That's my thought. Lower risk financially, but when it comes to being consistent and being on the field, which Bill Belichick, your best avail- your best ability is availability, is even going to play, right? He's it's a heck of a player when he's on the field. I've, the little caveat's big. I'm with you.
1: I, if I'm the Bears, I'm taking big swings, high ceilings, low floors, I, I, just what I would do personally. If I was going to make a move, I'm with you. I wouldn't have anyways and also you do have to sell tickets i that's also a yep. part of it too it so really names is. names do sell tickets j Song's a bigger name definitely uh so who else the, the lions got donovan Pe- donovan peoples jones which I'm, just i mean that's he's like the marvin the marvin jones replacement type of guy yeah not Ma- similar at all physically but kind of role wise yeah wide receiver 4 or 5 marvin
0: jones longtime lion real real true lion this is uh, two time lion i yeah. believe But I mean, he was like there when they weren't super good, and I feel like Mm -hmm. he's always been a like somehow gets open deep against us and crushes us, us, yeah. But I mean, just a true lion in and out before and after the Dan Campbell. So you know, had some years of struggle, and then Mm -hmm. you know, kind of the resurgence. Just like I said, a true lion. But that offense, I mean, it it runs through the hard nose of Dan Campbell. You know, Sam Laporte is doing some things. You got the Sun God. Obviously, you got Jameer Gibbs, my fantasy team. Thank you for coming alive and not making me look completely stupid. Bless <laughs> you. You even got Hard Knocks, Craig Reynolds, not only blocking people to death, but, you know, looking like a legitimate running back.
1: David Montgomery's playing great there when he's healthy.
0: Honestly, I hate to say it, but, like, I kind of became a David Montgomery fan watching him play against us because he just ran with heart. I mean, he's got some agility, too. Just the, the Dan Campbell mentality, man. Like, I'm behind it, dude. I. Yeah, obviously I'm rooting for the Bills. You know, they're always my number two team. But like if I had to pick somebody to win the NFC, because obviously we're not going to. Like, <laughs> go Lions, man. Go little brother. Go be happy. Good for you. Go bite some kneecaps.
1: I'm not sure I can go quite that far, but but it, I'm not mad at them. Okay. So, you know I mean?
0: so meet me here then. NFC. Yeah. If it was up to you, who would you want to win that can legitimately win? It's what? It's boring. The Eagles are annoying with their tush push. We can't root for fat Mike McCarthy and the Cowboys. Gino and the Seahawks? I don't know. We, you can't root for San Francisco. If you root for them, I'm leaving the show and never coming back. <laughs> what, what? The Falcons uh, and my cousin Taylor Heineke? Ap- I can support not. that. little Bijan, Drake absolutely London, and Kyle Pitts. I can do that. But where else, where else are you going to go, Luke?
1: I, I didn't say I had another good option. I, just, I have a hard time rooting for the Lions that hard. I'm not rooting hard.
0: I'm not show up in blue today. Am I going to be wearing blue to the Packers game on Sunday? I think not.
1: That is true. Devin will be in attendance at the Packers game, so we'll get a nice unique perspective, which will be fun next week.
0: Yeah, hopefully not extra depressed, but you know, time, we'll find time out. will we'll tell. We'll find out. Yes, sir.
1: Um, and then last but not least, the Vikings were going to skip over their offensive linemen they shipped out because, well, who cares? Right. No one's going to know who Ezra, Ezra Cleveland is probably that's listening to the show. But they did trade for a quarterback to replace Kirk. They do not believe in Jaron Hall, apparently, at least to lead the rest of the season, which is understandable. I mean, Josh Dobbs made the Cardinals, which I mean,
0: going into the season, man, they were definitely like the worst team in the NFL, and we thought they were just going to get steamboated every mm-hmm. game by 40 or 50. He made them com- competitive. I think they won a game or two. Beat the Cowboys. <laughs> which was insane. A lot of that was <laughs> Cowboys self-inflicted wounds. It's just kind of an interesting, interesting move. Because I just, once again,
1: I don't really like what are you trying to do? It is it a better quarterback? Yes.
0: How much better? I don't know. Do you, and do, do you, you want to be better? Do you think he's gonna lead you to the playoffs? And even if he does, like when does Jefferson come back? And that defense isn't amazing. I mean, you nope. got some guys that have stepped up. I think guys that we've kind of made fun of in the past, like Bynum. You, know, yeah. you got some of those guys that are playing a little bit better, but they're not elite. Your running game hasn't done much. Yeah, you got Addison and that's Vaughn and Hawkinson who got shut down by Preston Smith, lol. We'll get to that later. I I just don't I don't get it, man. Like if Zach Wilson was doing terrible and the Jets traded for Dobbs, okay. Like makes I makes sense. I don't get trading for a quarterback if your team is not gonna go anywhere. Especially like the the writing is on the wall for Kirk Cousins. If you're the Vikings, maybe you don't purposely take every tank every game, but you just drafted this kid. I don't know what round—probably five, six, seven. The kid out of BYU, yeah, it was somewhere around there. Jaron, Darren, whatever Hall. Jaron Hall. Um. So, a, see what he can do, and then B, hold on to your your draft capital. I don't know if it was like
1: a fifth or sixth round pick, but it was a it was late round, really relatively inconsequential. It still
0: might help you move up for someone that you want earlier. True. True. Take the ammo while you got it. Dumb
1: move. I'm with you. Right now the Vikings are four and four after beating
0: us, which we'll get into in a
1: minute. Um, Can we
0: just skip that? Like it was just the same as last week.
1: I know there's a reason we've talked so much about just other stuff. It's because we don't want to talk about the Vikings game. <laughs> but they're they're four and four now. And yeah, well if you're four and four with Kirk, what are you gonna be over the next eight games? Nine games technically, but eight games with Dobbs. I mean You know I you'd hate be Kirk lucky, you'd be lucky to be four and four. Totally. Right.
0: You know I hate Kirk Cousins. That's very well yes. known. Honestly, when he got hurt, I just felt bad. I was like, what was the point of that? There was no reason for it, and I'll give it up for him. Kirk Cousins and been balling out. I watched that game against uh, San Francisco. And yeah, I couldn't, been, he's played really well. Couldn't really root for anybody, but I will give credit where credit is due. You know, this was kind of Addison's coming out party, but it didn't have Jefferson, and of course San Francisco's got all those dogs up front. And he was just gritty, man. He was throwing to to Osborne, and, oh, God, there's another random guy. who I can't think of his name, but it's a name. It's like, it's like six of them in the NFL. Brand,
1: Brandon Powell? Yeah,
0: Brandon Powell, right? There's Powells everywhere. Just this random <laughs> dude, you know, probably gets 64 overall in Madden, and making him look like, uh, I don't know, making him look like a little Jefferson out there, dude. He was just finding people, being, being gritty, being tough. I will give him that. So I, I felt bad for him, and you might need to call the emergency room and get me an ambulance or something because I'm going to say that I, I wish him well in the future. Did I just say that? You did. You did. Ooh, okay, Okay. let's move on. You're in charge of the show for the rest because I don't know what's going on
1: with me. <laughs> oh, God. Okay, well, let's talk about the Vikings some more, shall we? Let's talk about the our loss here and, and how much it sucked.
0: If you, if you go over and you watch that game on offense, you can play a fun little game. Can make a little spinner wheel, all right, and it's going to be called. How is the drive ruined? Is it a a whiff block? I'm not even talking poor assignments. I'm talking Josiah or a pulling guard just completely whiffing into the air. Yes, I said Josiah. Don't even look at me like that, Luke. I did it.
1: You saw that clip because that was phenomenal. <laughs>
0: it was something phenomenal. Would not be my word of choice. B. Jordan Love, over, under, throws left, throws right, but misses somebody with his feet planted terribly. C, wide receiver, I'm sorry, just receiver, other than A.J. Dillon, drops the ball. Or D, offensive line penalty. All of those results in third and long and me being sad. There is the offense last week. (laughs) <laughs> There's the offense against the Raiders. Honestly, though, I'm going to say I think the offense looked worse this week. Agreed. You know, Agreed. There was all that hot lines about how Dontavian Wicks is one of the top-rated receivers at getting open. And, of course, he had to have a drop. When the, when the Vikings were trying to give us the game, he has a drop right on the two-yard line.
1: To be fair, he was, in fact, open.
0: He was, in fact, open, so maybe he's not slow, but maybe he also doesn't have hands. So the night of the draft when you slammed me, if only I could have said something different. And maybe it's just one drop, right? I mean, everyone's due for a drop, but the Mm -hmm. fact that it just came in bunches.
1: The worst time, yeah.
0: Was it this game that Aaron Jones had one hit off his face mask, or was that against Denver?
1: No, that that was this game. It's hard to tell, honestly, but it was this game.
0: These kind of feel like the Halloween movies, where it's the same shit every time. And it's a horror movie.
1: It is. I was going to say Saw. But yeah, yeah, same same vibe. I haven't seen that many Saw movies, but I know it's it's torture,
0: so that might be a much better comparison. And there's a million of them. So. I mean, you get the Aaron Jones hits in the face mask. I mean, my God, once you saw that, you probably should have turned off the TV. It's like, we know where this is going. Luke Musgrave hits him in the hands. DB's hand was there too, but nope. Uh, Christian Watson had a drop. I mean, I, I pained myself before the Vikings game watching Christian Watson hides from last year. I don't know. I don't know who's wearing Watson right now for the Green Bay Packers. I don't know if it's Justin Watson from the Chiefs, but that would be an insult to Justin Watson because <laughs> he's perfectly fine.
1: So you're wondering what was going to happen. It's going to happen right now. Remember how I talked about Christian Watson kind of being Chase Claypool esque, but I didn't want to go there a couple episodes ago.
0: He he has shown a higher upside. He doesn't well, dance as
1: stupid. No, I agreed. But someone who is supremely gifted, top 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 level. Athleticism. Christian's actually more athletic. Giants out there, right? Man amongst boys, in theory.
0: You know what happens, though? Sometimes you have a really big guy, like you're playing basketball, and he just doesn't want to rebound for whatever reason. <laughs> I've heard about that before. Shout out to you, James. Love you.
1: <laughs> but he's he. that's kind of the vibes I'm getting this season, and I'm very upset with it. Very upset with it because he was so good last year, right? During that stretch of time, he it was a beautiful thing to watch. But he's got, like, weak hands now, right? Like, I understand that, that kind of jump ball that love threw him. He timed the jump perfectly. So it wasn't even, like, a contested catch at that point. He just rose right above everyone. And I get that the DB kind of slapped his hand there. But at some point, somebody on the team has to make a contested catch. Jaden Reed just kind of, like, hands the football over. Oh my back. god,
0: That was one of the absolute worst plays I've seen by a Packer in years. And it's just like, no one can make a tough play, right? Actually, there is one receiver we can count on. Here's the state of the Packers offense for you folks. Who was the most consistent threat in the Packers passing game? I believe he was the second leading receiver, had five receptions on five targets. I believe he was the only Packer player to bring in every single ball that was thrown his way.
1: You'd be correct, that would be A.J. Dillon. That would be
0: A.J. Dillon. A.J. Dillon is our best threat in the passing game. Must I go
1: on? Yeah, it's rough. So just kind of a little snapshot here, right? Christian Watson, eight targets, three catches, 33 yards. He also,
0: I... if I may... Yeah, go for it. The the Claypool comp is also not terrible because I know he's coming back from injury, but he looks slow as shit. He's got yeah, these he... Vikings guys, and I know like Booth is fast.
1: He's not that fast.
0: But even... Like, didn't even have Booth on him the whole time. I feel like Cam Bynum could keep up with him. Like, they had a linebacker carrying him at points, and he wasn't breaking free. It's like, bro, what is up with you, man?
1: I'm a little worried that Christian and Aaron Jones are going to the same school of hamstring injuries that never heal. It Maybe do, but honestly, like,
0: it's super early in his career, and it's nerve-wracking that it's already affected him this much.
1: At least, like, for Julio, it waited a while.
0: Yeah, right. Like it was Julio was like, what, your seven, eight? Like yeah. he was still a god amongst men for a while. But Christian Watson, between, like you said, the weak hands and then just the lack of explosion, like
1: I, I, I went. Kind of giving up on routes a little bit and then trying to like re accelerate. Yeah. Once he realized the ball's coming and that diving attempt that he had. I went and re
0: watched the game because apparently. Is, I'm is sorry. It, is it a masochist when you want, like, like pain and hate yourself? Correct. Yeah. Apparently that's me now. So I went and rewatched the game on one of my off days, and just watching the offense, like it amazed me to see how often Christian Watson was out there, just in personnel groupings. He's out there a lot.
1: Uh, he should be, but you can't As he tell. He should
0: be, but he doesn't do anything.
1: In some of this, I will say I, I'm missing a lot of of what we've done in the past. Right. And I don't know if it's because Lafleur doesn't trust the receivers to know the playbook or, or whatever it is. Right.
0: Which is a fair concern.
1: It really is. But it feels like if you just go back, and you just did, right? You watched highlights of Christian Watson from last year. Yeah,
0: I thought you were going to say highlights of the game, and I was going to say I don't. there were no highlights, Lucas. <laughs> there was only uh, uh, increasing depression, sir.
1: But it feels like everything he was good at last year we're not necessarily doing a ton of, right? Yeah,
0: there's not a lot of like the over-routes and just the straight Even goes. Even just like drags. Just get right. him, get him easy yak, man. That's just the whole get him point the ball,
1: and then let him outrun everybody.
0: Slants and drags, baby. If you got someone with speed, just little easy throws for the quarterback. Let him boost those yards when it's a six-yard throw, and
1: he takes it forty yards. Man, it's easy money. It is, and it's obviously not every slant's going forty, obviously. But Christian Watson has the potential every time, unless his hamstring truly is an issue, and, and I hope not, right? But at Yeah, the utilization feels really weird to me. And still with Luke Musgrave, what are we doing with him? We're going to bring it up every single week. Three targets, two catches, nine yards. Why? Why do we refuse to use him like the athletic tight end he is, especially the field-stretching tight end he is?
0: It's interesting to me that you still choose to call him athletic when now you have ruined... When I watch him, because all I can think about is when he's going to fall down. My father it's is the there, exact right? same like,
1: way. You can see it. Once you
0: see it, you can't unsee it. I can't. I cannot unsee it. It's it's traumatizing, honestly.
1: But do you know what the play... There was a play that showed a um, like a highlight during the game of a different game, obviously. Uh, One obviously. that was better than us. <laughs> um, and it was the Cowboys. And in that game was a little seam route in the red zone, right? we could do that a little seam route in the red zone to jake ferguson who is not even a quarter of the athlete of right luke musgrave. he's like a good athlete but luke musgrave is a very good athlete right great athlete i mean he yeah,
0: had like the kelsey profile coming out except travis kelsey doesn't fall down all the time
1: correct yeah the the agility and balance is like anti-kelsey but like i keep saying jimmy graham light right that was kind of one of his bread and butter things. Go up the seam and just be tall and jump and catch the ball. And you can fall down because you're in the end zone. It's fine. Fall down. No one cares. Maybe you're onto
0: something. Maybe it's the wavy hair that like picks up too much wind and puts him off balance. Maybe if he shaves his head, he will be productive. Maybe that's what it is.
1: I just thought that we were utilizing him like he was Jimmy Graham when we had him. Nothing but two-yard flat routes, he falls down. Also,
0: very uh, Andrew Corliss. Ask if I'm remembering some of your early
1: Richard Rogers. Even Richard Rogers.
0: That's who it was. Yeah, yeah. I remember that was like your first analysis that we had in like (laughs) whatever science class
1: we had together. And I was like, "All right, he knows his stuff." (laughs) But it's just like, "What?" That's not his game, man. Because yeah, he's not a yak guy. Like he he's not the guy that's gonna break a tackle and turn up the sideline.
0: No, he's he's the seam splitter that's supposed to help. I mean, Christian Watson is supposed to help open things up, but when one of them falls down and one of them is being a little boy, it doesn't do anything. Correct. I just I just don't know where we go on offense. I mean, I feel like there are opportunities, right? There are, 100%. There are drops, there are missed throws, there are penalties. I mean, if we just stop auto-aiming to our feet, we might be decent and we might be able to see all this potential that we've talked about. But right now, man, it's just like it's so hard to watch this offense. Like it is honestly painful.
1: You know? It really is. And I think the the only difference between last week and this week, last couple weeks probably, is I thought Jordan Love did not have a terrible game. Obviously there were missed throws. There was the one I believe down the left sideline where he pretend he acted like he'd never seen cover two before. Do you remember that one? Yeah. Not happy about that. Dude was wide open, streaked down the sideline and then Jordan just waits and throws it when the safety is clearly in position to make the play. Got to get it
0: in between the corner and safety, buddy. which he did
1: a good job on the Christian Watson throw on the right side. Mm -hmm. Similar concept, but he got it in what's called the bucket, in between the the corner and the safety. But yeah, him just not recognizing cover two was terrifying to me, and I just started kind of like yelling while watching the game with my family. I'm like, that was, you never want to see that.
0: You weren't the only one. As I said, my dad's girlfriend was like, yeah, Devin, this is the worst I've ever seen you. And I'm like, well, this is the worst I've ever seen them. And it's different, too. When, I mean, we are kind of questioning how good some of these guys are. Yeah. But they're much better than they're playing. We have so much more potential. Like we, I mean, not even potential because potential is like what, untapped talent. But we've seen these guys do it. They've done
1: it. Yeah.
0: All of them, even Reed and Musgrave to an extent. But like we've seen them do it. Correct. We just got to stop auto aiming to the feet, and I, I don't know when that's going to start. I mean, could we, could we have one great game against the Rams? and get hot. And I'm not talking about making a playoff push. I'm not that crazy, but at least just look competent because we're going to need to know when we have this high draft pick, like what do we have to go get? Do we need to get another tight end? Do we need to get another perimeter receiver? Like these are legitimate questions. You wouldn't, you hope we wouldn't need to with how much capital we put in some of the spots. But like, if if we can shore up the perimeter weapons, if we can get them grooving, you know, then we can go take like a center to replace Josh Myers and we can, re- we can improve incrementally other places we need to get things moving in the right direction to figure out what our dudes really are. Because like right now, if the season ended, I couldn't even tell you where we draft. I mean, if we don't resign a safety or something like there is simply like positional needs based on not having bodies on the roster that I could tell you easily. But when it comes to like talent, I couldn't tell you.
1: I could tell you right now, we take a left tackle, probably Joe Walt. Um, I, Truly believe if we have a high pick, we're taking a, a left tackle.
0: I'm not so sure about that because I think we are. We're just gonna keep on putting in Rasheed Walker, who, oh by the way, is currently winning Paul Bear. <laughs> just stop, rather Let's get out I'm, in the airwaves. Rashid Walker is currently numero uno. I'm, I'm very Bear. confident
1: we would take a, a. There's like two really like phenomenal tackle prospects in this draft. I think we would take one. So what you're telling me is
0: that you think that the Green Bay Packers would like to put a better left tackle on the field than Rasheed Walker? Correct. Correct. So that's why they've been putting in Yash Naiman all the time. Oh, wait, Luke. They're
1: not. I mean, they they have been playing Yash. Yash
0: Barely. A little bit. I mean, it's a slight improvement, but I think it's very obvious that that Yash Naiman is better. But we continue to just disrespect him, someone who has come through for us in the clutch. Yeah, I don't
1: know what's going on there.
0: Like, Packers, you got to be Yashin' me,
1: honestly. Okay, let's move on. Overall, the offensive line wasn't great. Uh, I thought Jenkins had a better game, which is good. Zach Tom's still awesome. The The rest of the line needs needs work. Kind of just rinse and repeat. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, also, will Aaron Jones ever play more than like a quarter total again? Hey, man. Ever?
0: Hey, man. He said he had good energy and felt good this week, so we'll see. I, uh, think Because I... A.J. Dillon, six carries, 11 yards. That ain't it, my guy. No, 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 no. I think I'm going to wear, because, you know, RIP Razul God, which I'm just going to share, was, was really funny because my lady is, you know, she's getting obviously more used to football, right? You're dating me. You're not going to not learn things. It's all I talk about. And so, that poor woman. I know. God bless her, honestly. So, you know, a big surprise. I talk about Razul God a lot. And so, like, I, I sent her the screenshot of the trade and I was so sad. And she's like, oh, this is to the bills and trying to see glass half full. And then, you know, we were just talking about our plans for the game. And I was like, I don't know what jersey I'm going to wear. Like, I, I was going to wear Razul, but now I can't. And she was like, wait, he's not going to be there. And I was like, no, like, he's gone. And she was like, oh, no. Like, it was over the <laughs> phone. And it was so genuine. She said, I didn't know he'd be gone that fast. And I was like, yeah. So I'm thinking, I might, I might go Micah Hyde. Ooh, that's with a, a good one. the 33, you know, get the like Iowa it. thing going. I like I, it. I actually looked at getting a Nessie jersey shipping. I wasn't sure. So if I wasn't going to get it for the game, forget it. Right. What's the point? A little bit in the back of my head, like, you know, if you remember before I actually had my Razul jersey, when I showed up to your place and I wrote in uh, in red Sharpie, Razul God, on the back of my Kentrell Bryce jersey. Correct. Do I do that with Aaron Jones and maybe just write UTEP instead? That'd be fun. It's a 33. Or I might just, you know, show the Iowa love, Micah Hyde, Nessie. We'll see. But Just I, let it happen. I got some options. Yeah. Or just buy a Josiah jersey for, you know, 10 games because unless he does yeah. something, unless he actually brings up the stats that I talked about. Not only is he probably not a Packer, but he's probably out of the league like for good.
1: Yeah, no, I, I completely believe that's what's going to happen to him. I don't even want to bring up the Josiah tracker because he's got eggs two weeks in a row. So. I'm too <laughs> sad.
0: I mean, also, we lost the past two games, so there's that. Oh,
1: correlation? Is that where we're going? With? I mean, you tell me, buddy. Fair. Well, I, I can't tell you you're wrong. Thank you. Everybody sucks, so somebody's got to do something. If Someone... it's Josiah, so be it. Honestly, I think where the season went wrong is once we lost Tyler Davis, it was over. That sounds ridiculous, but he was the only tight end that could block. So, not that ridiculous. Side note
0: Did you watch when the Packers did their, like, they do all these little fun, like, locker room videos where they just, like, interview guys as they're going into practice or coming out of meetings? And there was one where they took everyone's Halloween pictures. Ooh, solid. And, it, like, as little kids. And you know they get some right more than others, but the one that everyone got right was Tyler Davis. So like, oh look, it's Tyler's nose, and I just couldn't <laughs> help but die. Well, At least you're known for something, TD. I appreciate you.
1: Correct. Little did we know we would miss you so much.
0: Oh yeah, honestly, I mean, he was on the list. We should sit yeah. down one day. You know, we're gonna we're we're off topic, which we're going to be the rest <laughs> of the season because the on field play is so depressing. But we should really. Just like stop and pause and just try to write a list of like all the pallbearers that I've had. Oh, that'd be good. Tyler Davis, Royce Newman.
1: Yeah. Rashid Walker. Mm -hmm.
0: It's kind of what I got right now, but sometimes I go listen to old episodes, so I'll come up with more.
1: There you go. I appreciate it. Um, Let's go to defense. What defense? TJ Slane was good. He was good. He's been stepping up. Let's give him that. Uh, Let's give him some love there. He played really well i thought um made some really big time plays stuffed the run we held their run game in check their run game's terrible but so is our run defense so that was kind of a movable object type of situation there <laughs> so yeah that analogy doesn't quite work stoppable force and movable object
0: sure yeah yeah i think that's how it works yeah there you go. That, that's how it good, works good
1: job mr journalism i appreciate you there you go i ran it back in but so i thought he had a nice game i think uh Hopefully, that's largely due to Devondre. Like, not, not just Slayton have a good game, but the run defense as a whole was better. And Devondre was out there. He got 10 tackles. Like So, that's that's pretty solid, right? He's got the green dot back, quite a decent. But, I mean, Devondre is that dude. So, maybe he's just getting us a little bit better looks, whatever the case may be. Um, Like you mentioned, with Rasul gone, clearly Preston was practicing getting into CB1. I honestly,
0: uh, it might have contributed to the trade, honestly. It I mean, may have.
1: You saw that, that phenomenal defense on Hawkinson, which, honestly, like, Kidding aside, great job, Preston, Stick with Hawkinson. It was a heck of a play, and he actually did show
0: pretty good ball instincts. I've told you this before. He looks like
1: a—what
0: was the comparison I made last time? Like from Toy Soldiers, one of those ogre things when he's running out there? (laughs) Like when he's chasing the quarterback, he looks really athletic. But when he's dropping back into coverage, oh, my God, he looks like a drunk frat boy. It's not good. But that play, it was glorious. And he had two sacks, so good for him. And the forced fumble, man. Can we just pause for a second? And I wasn't really texting a whole lot during the game. I know that. Um, But, bro, in that fourth quarter, we get the Carl Brooks blocked field goal. And then we get the sack strip fumble. And we are across midfield with, like, 10 to go twice in a Mm -hmm. 14-point game. And for half of that, we knew Kirk Cousins was dead. And after we um, sack strip fumbled jaron hall he looked completely like the moment was too 100%. big for him he was rattled and i went from like no emotion being completely dead inside to i was oh back my God. in it exactly yep. exactly i was so ready to go Yep, and then, and then we,
1: just, we just couldn't do anything
0: nothing absolutely nothing
1: sorry esp notification <laughs> my fault folks silence your phones before the show jeez i
0: man. swear it was man my bad jeez
1: um yeah, really not a ton. A ton else to say on defense. Jair looked bad on Addison. Feel like the back still maybe an issue. Hopefully that heals up a little bit better or something. Um, back in the attitude, man. Only uh, only I'm, positive, I'm if I may.
0: Yeah, for, for defense going forward. This is going to be a little bit of a deep tyke, but damn it, I got to do it. So we signed cornerback to the practice squad a couple weeks back. Robert Rochelle.
1: And you are so excited about him for some reason.
0: I am. But I'm going to tell you right now. I'm going to tell you right now. Robert Rochelle is going to be called Roro. Hopefully Roro's got some mojo. And uh, so Roro, he was a member of the Rams in the Super Bowl run. He's 25, so he's a part of Joe Barry's defense before. Like I said, 6'2 guy. So a more prototypical zone corner, kind of like Razul was. I going to say. Wearing 22, which I don't love for a corner. There's not great options. Other notable Packers wearing 22, Pat Lee. Mm. Shamar. I was going to say Shamar. And then, courtesy of Packers on the Rocks, Jordan Spear, who is graciously going to be hosting us and uh, giving us a parking spot. So, God bless you, Jordan Spear. Marquard Manuel, I believe it was. Yeah, 2022 yeah, 22. He was, 22. But he was a safety and he was at least decent.
1: Yeah, not terrible.
0: There was a picture posted on Packers' Instagram. Okay. And then, Carrington Valentine reposted of Carrington Valentine and Roro like high fiving. It's just them two. It's the whole picture. And Carrington's caption was, God's got me.
1: So you're saying Ro-Ro is the new God? Is that, is I, that don't I don't know. I don't know. Got to see it play out a little bit.
0: 6-2, bigger frame, bounced around on practice squads. You know, before we traded Razul, you had Jair Razul. Eric Stokes is dead, forget him. Keyshawn, Carrington Valentine, and then Corey Valentine. Now that Razul is gone, it goes Jair, hopefully. I mean, who knows about his
1: back. Yeah, if he can't go, this is going to be interesting.
0: And, and his pissy attitude, whatever. Carrington Valentine at the other outside corner, Keyshawn in the slot, Corey Valentine. And then I'm pretty sure that we're going to see Roro. And yep. I, I hope we can see what he can do. Honestly. I didn't watch a lot of him on the Rams, but I would believe that he would be a more competent, you know, borderline starter if we go dime. If we want not have another corner out there, as opposed to Corey Ballantine, who is just a body. Honestly, yeah, he, should a, wearing, a he should be wearing. 22 hmm. yeah. He should be wearing twenty two because he's padly. Yeah, he's just okay. he's just not it, you know. And it's not even like a fun like Ladarius Gunter thing. He's just like not it. Prove me wrong, Corey Ballantyne. Please, I'll buy your jersey next if you get a pick or something in this game for the love of That'd God. Be great. Someone do something.
1: That would be awesome. Um, Yeah, and also Rudy Ford just kind of popped up with an injury, like today. So we got no Savage. Uh, Ford, questionable at this point. That leaves us with Jonathan Owens and... Don't go further.
0: Anthony Johnson Jr. is wonderful and fine. He played.
1: He He was in this game. I saw him on the field. Did he do anything, though? Uh no, but they never said his name, which means he didn't do anything bad either. Him or
0: Owens. I know Owens got like picked up on a play pretty bad, but like I haven't seen him do anything.
1: Honestly. Owens. I, yeah, just I, see him I know. come in late to like help tackle or like he kinda like throws his shoulder at people falling down a bunch, if that makes sense. He, like, comes in at the end of tackles all the time. Yeah, it's I mean, the only he, time I see him. He tries
0: it. to be a team player. I know that Razul got on his ass a couple times for, like, in zone coverage, not following the rules properly. Um, apparently, there was— He cost us to
1: touchdown last week, yeah.
0: There was one of the plays where, you know, teams are really starting to use that trip bunch formation against us, but so we just can't seem to figure out, and Joe Barry said, like, yeah— it's a copycat league and so since we can't stop it because I'm an idiot, teams are going to keep doing it. Maybe he didn't say all of that, but he probably should have. Also, maybe that's something we should try in offense. Yeah, Just kind of throw that out there. Crazy, right? But unfortunately, we can't play ourselves. I think we would still lose <laughs> on both fronts. 0-0 <laughs> tie. Zero, zero, <laughs> but on one of those plays, like Owen saw it and it was it was still a pick play, right? I mean, basically, guys, the beauty of those trips formations is that you you can't have like misdirection guys doing it in different ways but it's yeah. such easy pick plays which are such bs but it works so that's why people do it i just let's hope for the love of god that rudy ford plays cuz he he's been one of the better defenders he's someone yeah. who's been playing i would say slightly better than we would have expected yeah he's been like okay fine to average here's the other part of this thing though luke let's just say rudy ford doesn't play yeah so who are our safeties luke after uh, those two, because we often go three, and injuries happen in our secondary, like every play, I feel So you're like. saying
1: after Jonathan Owens and after Anthony Johnson Jr. Because they would be our assume, starters. We will assume that he gets the nod because he actually saw the field. Right.
0: Correct. And 36, we've talked about this,
1: very important. It has to be. He's got to be a guy, right? He's got to be. Um, who is it? That leaves us, well... Sir, there are two options. There are two of them. And there are two of
0: them. <laughs> they're both the exact same. Well, I don't, I don't know. Maybe don't I shouldn't know. say that.
1: We don't know. One yeah. of them's athletic, one of them's not. That leaves us with Dallin Lovett. Please God, no. Yeah, you should always leave it in the closet. That's and where he belongs. Zane Anderson, who you're talking about, what the kind of Packers media besides us have done. They did a fun, little, a fun little video a couple weeks back. I don't know if you saw it in the locker room. They went around. And asked every or a bunch of players if they were Zane Anderson because no one knows who this guy is.
0: The dude wears a headband and he looks just like Dallin Levitt, but he's not. He's, he's like
1: younger and more athletic and more wrecked. five ten. Yeah, yeah. how do
0: you not? I mean, listen, bro. Maybe he goes on the field and maybe he's not Zane. Maybe he's in Zane on the field. Oh my maybe, God. maybe, maybe he's great. Maybe he's gonna be like a Reed Blankenship or. Taylor Rapp, you know, a fun little third safety, but uh, I don't know, man. Maybe he's maybe he's the savior. Daniel Sorensen.
1: That's who I was thinking of, yeah.
0: Because he can't be John Lynch. He can't actually be good. No,
1: no, absolutely not. Is
0: he younger? Like, how old is he, you think?
1: He's like 25.
0: Okay, a little upside there. All right, yeah. the safety room might be safe. Maybe You think they have Zane Anderson jerseys? Maybe that's the move. Unlikely. Unfortunate. <laughs> I mean, they, they do have Josiah jerseys. We saw it, did we not? We did. We did see it. Yeah, you know, I didn't make a lot of great decisions on that day. Mainly just not dressing for the cold at all.
1: That was a good decision. Though, that was a good Rasool. decision to, to, not, to not buy. A, not get Josiah. Yeah, that
0: was, that was the right move. Like, uh, I was just going to say, like, I don't even know. Like, I told you, I was thinking about buying a Nessie jersey, like a Nessie Iowa jersey. Um, but, I, like, right now, with how this team is, I couldn't even tell you what jersey I would buy. Like, there's, Rashawn Gary feels too mainstream for my vibe. Yeah. And Nessie you. hasn't proven enough. And, you know, there's kind of... I have a bar when it comes to like, how good you are and how much I've seen and, like, me just loving you because you're bad. And he's not either way yet.
1: I agree. I agree. We have yeah, talked, I got to see more. We've talked so little football,
0: I feel like. But, I mean, <laughs> this is this is where we're at. It's the same shit every day. Yeah, every if, game. at
1: least if we... Uh, if we go down... You know it would be great? Not great. I, I take that back. Uh, great would be winning. Uh, what would be... More interesting for us is if we lost a game, right? But we lost like 31 to 38.
0: Yeah, we can lose games and look competent. Like right.
1: It, it's not simple. 24-21 or, or it's just something, right? It's not black and
0: white. There can be like a moral victory, honestly.
1: And we got nothing out. But let's go on to the Rams real quick. Okay, let's, let's talk do about them for a minute or two. We just talked about our secondary woes, which is... Could be really bad if Matt Stafford plays. He's currently questionable to play uh, because we're going up against Cooper Cup and Puka Nakua, who is essentially Cooper Cup apparently.
0: And apparently now Tutu Atwell is actually good. I like. It took him draft. a while, yeah. but he got there. And I don't. I haven't seen a whole lot of him. I don't know if he's hurt or just because he's now receiver four. But I'm pretty sure they still got him. They still got the chronic. They got chronic. They got Benny Skaronic. Ooh, y'all better watch out for that boy.
1: Who's like Cooper Cup, Cup but worse. But they're all, like, big and blocking. Bold, bold prediction for the game.
0: Ben Skoranek mosses somebody for a touchdown. Oh,
1: why do you got to do that? Like,
0: man? Corey Ballantyne or Jonathan Owens are just ripe for the picking. If it's Anthony Johnson Jr., I'm blaming you personally. That's rough.
1: They also got Tyler Higby. I mean, they got some They got some pieces out there.
0: You know, like, Kyron Williams, the fantasy god running back? Uh, he's has on like, IR. Okay, but they just plug anybody. Didn't they bring back, like, Daryl
1: Henderson? Yeah, they got Daryl Henderson and, uh, God, who's the other guy? Royce Freeman. He's still plodding around. Oh, God, really? What is this, 2016? Right? Why is that who he who went with? Um, Yeah, it, it's rough. It's rough. It's, like, I'm looking at the, the team leaders right now, the season leaders yeah. for each position, right? It's depressing. So, Matt Stafford has just a hair over 2,000 yards. Jordan Love is yet to hit 1,500.
0: Lucas, I need to drive home, and you're going to make me want to drink more.
1: Rushing leader, Kyron Williams, who's on IR and has been for a couple games, 450 yards.
0: Can I guess? Yeah, go for it. A.J. Dillon, 180
1: yards? No, it's more than that. Okay. 260. Over what we? How many games are we in now? Uh, This will be our eighth. To be fair, the Rams have played a game more than us.
0: Okay, timeout. So we played seven games, and our leading rusher is 266 yards. What does that average out to? Like 30 or 40 yards a game? Are you kidding me? And Aaron Jones has like ten carries
1: the entire season. AJ Jones it's been like, healthy yeah, the like entire 45, time. Yeah, like 45 yards, something like that. That's what I'm saying. This is this is rough. Let's get to receiving yards. This is a fun one too.
0: No, this is going to be terrible.
1: Yeah, Puka, uh, just shade under eight hundred yards. Do you want to guess who who our leader is and with how many yards? This isn't fun anymore. Oh <laughs> <laughs> uh, God. Jaden Reed, okay, 380. Uh, you're correct on who? 314. Our leading receiver is on pace for like 800 yards this year. That's rough, if that. So, that's a, that's a nice word for it, Luke. Yeah, yeah, not, not a fun time. And realistically, he's wide receiver three, realistically. So, yeah. Uh yeah, we gotta do some on offense. Um this feels like a winnable game, especially if Stafford's out, like there's no excuse.
0: Whoa, 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 whoa. No, 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 no. Let's go for the little history lesson here, son. You know who's gonna start if he doesn't play? Rippin'. Rippin'. Brett Rippin. You know who he's related to? No. He is the nephew of Mark Rippin. That makes two-time sense. Two time NFL Super Bowl champion. Okay, thanks, sir. <laughs> that makes sense. You had no idea what I was talking about. What team did he play for, Luke?
1: Oh man. Oh, man. I know right. this. No, you I don't. Well, no, you don't. At one point, like, I didn't. You had no
0: idea. Of course, that makes sense.
1: That was the, unkind. Rippin is a familiar name to me. That's all I'm saying. Like it, It's back there. No, I don't know what he played it's for.
0: Rippin out of your memory that you're telling me? Okay, just move on. Washington. Late 80s, early okay. 90s. Won okay. a couple of Super God. Bowls there. God. So, I mean, he's got some NFL in his blood, man. We'll see. It worked out so well for the Broncos when they took Chad Kelly. I also was never really a big Jim Kelly fan as a, you know, a little bit of a Bills historian myself. Fair enough. I just honestly, I mean, the best moment in that franchise history was Frank Reich.
1: I love me some Doug Flutie personally.
0: Ooh, yeah. Very true. Very true. Maybe like the football gods knew what they were going to do. Like they knew that in 10 years or eight years, whatever it was after the Bills went to four straight Super Bowls and lost, that they were going to take the job away from Doug Flutie and said, if you're going to do that, then you can't have the Super Bowl wins.
1: I think that's very fair, honestly.
0: It was just, it was sizest. A hundred percent. And as someone who was closer to Doug Flutie's height than Rob Johnson's, I I can understand why that hurts, my friend.
1: It it honestly does. And that's why Doug Flutie is the hero of all short people that liked quarterbacks at any point in time in their life. So shout out to Doug Flutie. This has to be a record for most teams we've brought up in a single episode. I feel. I think we're still having a good time though,
0: and yeah, we're not the only ones. I mean, if you guys are listening, either you love us or you're Packer fans and like football. I mean, obviously, if you, I mean, Packer hopefully fans, both, you like football. But like, guys, this is this is really hard. It's not going to get easier. So no. we're we're still having a good time. Thank you for still being here. But yeah, this has been a little uh, all over the place.
1: Yeah, a little all over the place, but that's okay because it's really depressing to talk about the exact same things week in and week out. So hopefully something a little we get a little shake up and we win and score points doing so that would be awesome yeah i mean RoRo, it's on you my boy like they're putting all of our hopes and dreams on a basically a practice squad corner not named interesting this it's, is gonna be fun it's
0: not like it doesn't happen before true enough will lightning strike twice probably not probably not but i mean we have to have something to, to hope for you know i can't be super depressed at lambo but i did already tell molly i was like if we're down by 30 I need you to look at me and to remind me to look at how much I love the uniforms, how pretty the colors are, how iconic it is, the grass. Just
1: look around.
0: Just look around. Not at the other fans, because they'll be probably worse than I am. Yeah. And just remind myself that, and this is a reminder for all you guys, football's gonna be over in February. It's gonna be over for us in January. I mean it's probably already over now, realistically, <laughs> but it's gonna be over, guys. And this is this is what we love. This is something that brings all of us joy. And I know that for me, I probably get a little season depression in the in the early spring because there's no football.
1: Um, How dare you slander the XFL or USFL or whatever one is in? Is it able... back? I, well, they're they joined, so I, I don't know what the schedule is. I love that shit, dude. I eat. I text you that all the time about I where, the, where all the
0: former Packers are. And you're like, that's true. I don't really care, and I'm like, well, I care, <laughs> Luke.
1: Can we? St. Louis Battlehawks.
0: Can we continue that? Sure. Can we continue the show? Oh God. For the XFL. The XFL, USFL?
1: I mean, if it goes into April, that's draft time, so we're going to be talking draft stuff. Sounds like we've got more
0: to talk about in the offseason. <sighs> okay. That sounds like a nice thing. Uh, I don't know if there's anything else about the Rams that really we want to cover. Do we know anything about injuries? Anything significant other than Jair's back?
1: Uh, Everyone is limited. You know what I mean? I mean, they're also all limited talent
0: right now. Yeah.
1: Uh, Jones, limited. Like Everybody's questionable. They're nothing crazy so far.
0: Quick uh, mid season question. Oh boy. If we had to say the top three Packer players this season, okay. top three MVP, who do you go
1: with? Uh do they have to still be on the team?
0: It can't be Razul. They can be hurt. I'm
1: okay with that. Okay. Uh Gary. Oof. Oof oof oof. Oof. oof, oof. Zach Tom. Yeah, it's coming to mind. Okay. So Gary, Zach Tom. Ooh, I'm gonna go Quay, just for caring. That's fine. He's been good, not great, but like just for being there.
0: Yeah, that's pretty fair. I mean, it would have been nice if he had that double pick. That would have been cool. I just don't get how he drops both of them. I mean, I know the first one, like really, not the first one, like when the ball it it hits him right in the hands and it like it was like he was like shot by a shotgun. Mm -hmm. He like takes the blast, but then he's falling back, and I'm sure it's a heck of a catch. But the ball is going in slow motion at that point. He should have caught that. Agreed. Who are your three? I'd say Zach Tom.
1: Yeah. Okay.
0: I'm honestly going to say Darnell Savage. Oh, okay. He wasn't necessarily as like flashy as, as times we've seen in the past, like good Darnell. This was kind of somewhere in the middle.
1: He was playing pretty well between
0: though. rookie and that not good Darnell Savage, but he was at least being a Savage. He I like was, it. He was running people over. He was running downhill. It was the long hair. He he whiffed sometimes. It told it's long hair. Hello, don't you know that when you have longer hair, get those dreadlocks, your hit power goes up by five points in Madden, easily. At least if you're on my team, it does. <laughs> Probably by my doing. Savage, and also he was like, I told you this, he was going around um, like in practice still, shaking everyone's hand. Like it sucks that we lost Razul, and you ask oh. who the leader in that room is going to be, now it's Darnell Savage. And I, I'm happy for the man. Honestly, he... He took that benching last year really well, and mm-hmm. he's really shown a lot of his character, and it's, it's great. Those two, and then I'm going to say Carl Brooks, who is, in my opinion, mm-hmm. the greatest Carl in my life.
1: Okay, I have no idea how many Carls you have in your life. I mean, I don't
0: really say they're actually. In my life, yeah, Carl from Walking Dead. Coral, fucking terrible, honestly. Oh, my God. Hated that dude. Yeah, Carl from Jimmy Neutron, also not great. You know, he was kind of annoying with his asthma and shit, but Carl Brooks, <laughs> Luke is so dumb with me. I really don't care. <laughs> guys, I honestly, I love you guys. I didn't want to do a show this week because so I said we we're going to talk about the same shit. It was just another horror movie. So here we are.
1: Talking about Jimmy Neutron. Oh God.
0: Talking about Carl's, man.
1: This is what bad Packers football does to us, guys. <laughs> Better hope we win. <laughs> yeah. Um. But yeah,
0: Carl Brooks has so much from flashes. He had a sack. I believe he had the the blocked field goal, gave he us did. some life. Yeah. You know, I wasn't a big fan originally when we drafted him, Maybe I just because he was a linebacker and he's a he's a uh, straight up nose tackle. He's kind of undersized, but I've liked the effort. Yeah. I liked what I've seen. It's been kind of nice to see him more so than Wooden. But Woodens also had a couple pressures. Yeah. those guys do something. I mean, yeah. So it's not it's not a great list of MVPs when. We're halfway through the season, and I can mention like one or two plays, but I think it's also related to like what we thought you were going to be versus expectations. Absolutely,
1: yeah. absolutely. All right, man.
0: Any other uh, childhood shows you want to talk about? No, while we're no, here?
1: I I am good. Thank you, though. I I am definitely good.
0: All righty, guys. I got a feeling this is gonna be a much different show next week. I don't care whether it's it's Rippin' ripping, or it's Matt Stafford who's had his own horror shows in Lambo. I, I don't know For... who's gonna do it. I don't know why I have faith, but I do.
1: You always got to have faith.
0: We're going to get it done somehow, some way. So until next time, go Pack Go.
1: Go Pack Go.